Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Valley, your gnomey rogue, Kitnik. If you're new to the podcast, thank you for joining us. And if you've checked us out before, thank you for sailing with us again. We are having a great time sharing this adventure with you, so be sure you drop us a line through one of our social media outlets. Let us know that you're enjoying it too. Give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. And now, let's go ahead and get into episode four. It is episode four, Called Shot Podcast. My name is Wes. I am the GM for Skull and Shackles that we're running right now. I'm going ahead and introduce everybody else standing around the table. I'm Chad. I'm playing Sebastian. This is Matt. I'm playing Fane. This is Adam, and I'm playing John. This is Davery. I'm playing Natagoke. This is Valley. I play Kitnik. And they are sitting, not standing, because we are comfortable when we play games. You're breaking the illusion, man. We work in the same thing. (laughs) All right. So last week when we left off, everybody had already completed their jobs for the day, had done a little bit of ship action workage. uh, And now you are headed down to the bilges to take care of something. Does anybody remember where we left off last week? Uh, Jack Scrimshaw had just come bursting up onto the top deck, uh, bleeding, and saying there was something in the bilges. Something bit him on the leg. We had been rounded up by Mr. Plug, I think, to go down and take care of the issue. Was it Plug or was it Scourge? I thought it was Scourge. It was Uh, the first mate, Mr. Plug. Mr. Plug. Said... I'm going to choose five people to take care of the thing in the bilges. And he pointed at you five. I know you're, uh, no, you're shocked. Oh, Baldy. <laughs> Truly. So we're headed down to the bilges. Anything you want to do before you go downstairs? Get our weapons back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Hey, I got mine. I do have some people's equipment, though. And I have a spare dagger. Awesome. Yep, if you All want right. it. I would uh, love kit, that. Kit. That would be great. Um, I got a cutlass cutlass for you and leather armor, I think, for you. Leather armor? Well, I've got leather armor, so if Adekoke doesn't want it, John does. (laughs) No, I mean, I do, but I'm like, whose leather armor is this? (laughs) Oh, uh, Grok was kind enough to give me some stuff. I don't That's actually not even 25 gold worth of stuff. Could I get his leather as well? I wish we had talked about this before. Sure. That'd been great. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Thane took care of you guys. So as you are headed down into the bilges, he stops by one of the chests on the uh, lower deck where you guys normally sleep. He opens it up, begins handing out equipment. I guess we're all going to get, get her, geared up. Get yep. our stuff. Yes. Take a minute. Get geared up. So what do you guys think we have to go face down here? That was a nasty looking bite mark. Bilge rats. Bilge rats. I've been in the bilges at least twice, and I've not seen anything down there. I've been in there three times. I haven't seen anything. I've... Not been to the bilges, and I'm not looking forward to it. The only thing I saw in the bilges was Kitnik, so. <laughs> right. Like Did I said, you I'm bite, seeing... Jack? Yeah, I was going to say, are you down there just like harassing Let's, the rest of the Let us see your teeth. <laughs> it wasn't me. So, who opens up the hatch? Obviously not me. Adagoke. <laughs> I guess Adagoke opens the if hatch. If he wants to. Everybody, I'll go in behind Adagoke. Everybody uh, leans towards the jock of the group, Adagoke. <laughs> Do we have... Okay. Well, let me look down in there before anyone goes down in, okay? Okay. So okay. once you get it open, let me look around inside. Stick your face down the hole. Go for it. We can hold hold you by your ankles and just <laughs> dip you down in there. All All right. See if we can't bring anything back up. I flip the so hatch open. Creep. Step back and gesture. And you right. look down into the bilges. Yes. You can see in the dark, right? Yes, you can. Yes, so I yeah, can. you don't really see much, but 
you do notice that the water is deeper than any time you, Fane, or John have been down there. So Jack did not do a very good job today at all. Okay. So you, it's about waist deep on a human, so it's probably, what, close to your armpits? So first thing, I'm not going down first, guys. <laughs> but I don't see anything. You're going to be swimming. You do see much. a little bit of movement in the water, but you don't actually okay. see anything. Yeah, all I see is water. There is something in the water, but I can't tell what it is. So I... Roll initiative. Mm. Uh-oh. And I've got my new initiative tracker here and ready to go. We're just going to go down the list. Adagoke, what's your initiative? Shiny. My initiative is a 15. Kitnik? 23. John? 8. Fane? 16. Sebastian? 17. Okay, give me just a minute and get everything in order. We demand to see the dice roll. <laughs> so we are, I am ready to go... We're just going to go in initiative order right now. Uh, Kit, you are going to be first to act. You can. You don't have to actually jump in. You can. Oh, I'm wait. not gonna. So you're going to hold pretty much. At <laughs> I'm this holding. Point. All right, then. Uh, then it is going to be Sebastian's turn. Sebastian is. Uh, he is going to simply stand to the side and hold his action in case anything comes boiling out or attacks us. Fane. I'm going to cast dancing lights. Down into the bilges. Are you doing anything else? That's it. All right, so now everybody can see in the bilge, and you don't really see much more than just water movement. Uh, if you've ever been fishing or spent time on the water, you know how you can like sometimes see the water ripple a little bit, but you don't see much past that. Uh, what, kind go, okay. of, what kind of rippling, though, is it? Because there's a, there's a difference between little things, like lots of little things rippling, right. or one big thing rippling, because uh, I do fish. So what does this look like? <laughs> it's really hard to keep track of just how many you're seeing, but you're seeing... Uh, Probably anywhere between two and six different movements. Okay, so like it is Godzilla more... or Geico? <laughs> what? Like Godzilla or Geico? Like, <laughs> like the Geico Gecko? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was so confused. Like the Geico? Geico Gecko. Like the, like the actual auto insurance. Little lizard dude. Gecko, okay. Like the Geico um, Gecko. It's, it's more like if you were to be on that scale, it would be more Gecko than Godzilla. Oh, good. Not you a But it's more than one. Okay, so we've established it's more than one. Yes. go okay. All right. Adagoke is going to activate his martial flexibility okay. and give himself the blind fight feat. That's all I'm doing right now. Okay. Uh, John. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Do it. You know you want to. Uh, John, John's going to jump in. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all saw that coming. We did. Yep. Everybody stand back. I'm going in. <laughs> yeah, he wants to impress these pirates. He's going to get in there and kill it all without anyone's help. Hold my rum. <laughs> going and in. watch this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am so excited right now. So, John, you jump into the water. Yes. Uh, you don't see much of anything. It is very wet down there. There is something wrong you're with that You're up to your waist. Okay. Um, now that you're a little bit closer, you might see a little bit of brown fur stick out every once in a while. Uh, but they're just kind of like ru- running around right now, not towards you yet. Not brown. towards me, just running around. Yep. And you said brown fur? Yes. Brown okay. rat fur? Possibly. Like maybe. Under the water or? Brown. Under the water, yes. Gecko fur. Gecko fur. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, Kit, your turn. John, what do you see down there? Uh, I see a little bit of brown fur, but it looks like they're not really coming at me yet. Does it look big? Little? Do we? Medium. Medium sized? Medium sized. That means nothing to me. Probably your size. Okay. That's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. All right. Um, hmm. I really wish I had my crossbow. <laughs> I okay. don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, nightmares coming true, huh? Yeah. Um, can can you see like the bilge pump down there anywhere? Yeah, I can see the bilge pump just fine. Okay. If there's any way we can pump some of that, 
that might help so we don't have as much water to deal with. Hmm. I obviously cannot pump a bilge pump, so just throwing that idea out to you guys, though, because that might help us. Can I make a bilge pump knowledge check? (laughs) Yes. What do you want to know? How quickly will we be pumping water out of this thing? You know what? I had no plans for this, but I love creative thinking by players, so we'll say three rounds to get it down to about knee level. Oh, all right. Which is really, really fast. It probably doesn't go that fast, but... That works. Let's make something interesting happen, right? Yeah, so I'm assuming right now with as high as the water is, we're going to have some sort of penalties against us for attacking. Oh, yeah. Now, as far as down in the bilge, is it just, is there any sort of ledge or is there anything that I can climb on aside from being in the water? Is there anywhere I can climb around to be distracting to these things while they bilge pump? There are two things that immediately stick out to me. One is the the main mast. You could possibly hang on that somehow. You could stand on the lever for the bilge. We've already established that you can (laughs) jump on that. So you could stand on top of the lever, Uh, but you're going to impede other people who are bilging. Uh, and that's about all I've really seen down there. Now, did we establish, did I get my bolos back? Uh, from? Did he have them? I don't know. Okay, no. I can't remember. So the bilge is basically more or less just open space with a pump in yeah. the bottom basically, of the mast. Yeah. yeah, there's not a lot down there at all. How the high bilge. up are this, the, the, is the ladder, is the hatch up from top to bottom? Ten feet. All right, I'm just going to have to hold off for right now because there's really yeah. not a whole lot that I can do down in there except drown. So. <laughs> so you're holding your action right yes. now. If you decide that you want to act at any point during this, uh, you'll just move to that place in the initiative order in okay. r- other rounds. Right. If you get around to round three, just like in round one, you would just lose this turn. Okay. Okay, uh, now the brown things start to make their way over to you. I've got a few uh, things here. Yes. Oh, there are farewell, beasties. John. We hardly knew you. <laughs> All right, is John. This? That is accurate. Okay. I actually have some neat little pawns from Paizo that I purchased. Uh, you can actually see it is a dire rat. Ooh, we. And they are nibbling at your ankles, John. Ew. What is your AC, John? You're franked. My AC is 18. One of them is going to try and bite your little toesies. John Ollie's pretty fast. They will... That first one misses. The second one hits. The only one of them hit. Uh, give me a fort save. <sighs> 18. All right, you pass the fort save. No problem. You, They do one point of damage to you. Awesome. All right. Uh, and then the way I've broken it up is that there are actually two sections of rats. So there's a section of three and a section of another three. And then the other three will then circle around behind you. So now there's three in front and three behind. First one misses. Second one hits. The third one misses. So do another fort save, please. Eight. That one is going to fail. We'll take care of that later. All right. And that is the end of their turn. Sebastian. Uh, You reckless bastard. Uh, Sebastian is going to lean down through the hatch as much as he can without actually going down the hatch and attempt to cast sleep on the rats. Make his gestures and sort of just a shimmering, just faint mist rolls out across the rats. Are you able to dodge, John? I don't think actually that sleep specifically affects allies. We're going to go with that ruling for now. Color spray does, but I don't believe sleep does, although I would have to look it up to be certain. If we're wrong, send an email to thecalledshotpodcast at gmail.com. I'm sure you're right. But yeah, uh, so what do they have to make? A will save? Uh, it's going to be a DC 15 will save, and it affects up to four hit dice worth of creatures. I'm rolling a bunch of times. Uh, four of them are going to fall asleep under the water. <laughs> You're welcome. So that's Sebastian's turn. Did you want to move, Sebastian? 
No. I'm essentially going to lean in, cast a spell, and move out of the way and let Adagoke do his thing. I'm going to jump in and take my turn. So I'm going to, since I'm right next to the ladder, I'm going to go down the ladder, but still be on the ladder, and start splashing around in the water to try to distract the other two that are chewing on him so maybe he can get to the bilges. Nice. (laughs) All right, so you're trying to distract the two rats that are still awake. Yes. I'm going to call them evil names and tell them their mother was a hamster and their father smelled of elderberries. <laughs> All right. Uh, give me your bluff roll. Give me a bluff. All right. 20. Ooh, nice roll. Or actually, 19. 19. Okay. One of them is going to come over and start nipping, nipping at your ankles, but okay. that's really not going to be anything that plays uh, yeah. out right now. Fane. Fane will... So you have a kitnick on the ladder. But I'm very small. Splashing around. I don't take much space up. Fane just takes a deep breath. We're not going to take it. It starts inspiring <laughs> courage for everybody. Nice. All right. So everybody gets inspired courage. We have a nice little sheet there to show what you get when you inspire courage. So everybody remember to add those bonuses. Adagoke, it is now your turn. Uh, John is right under the ladder. Kit is on the ladder. Yes. Can Adagoke grab the other edge of the, the hole down and swing down in? Easily. Okay. Yeah, definitely. That's not a problem. So you splash down in the water. I'll land on top of this guy. All righty. Sounds awesome. So, okay. so I guess uh, roll an attack. Yes. And since they are underwater and they're tough to see at this point, you will take a 20%. They're, they're concealed. Not mm-hmm. total concealment, so you'll have a 20% miss chance. Okay. It's an 11. 11 will not 12. hit. 12? N- nope. Okay. 13? <laughs> no. Going once. We'll going figure it out eventually. Eventually. Uh, no, so you miss anyway. Okay. Uh, anything else for this turn? That's me. John, you've just been bitten. You don't feel real great all of a sudden. What do you do? I failed the roll my last turn. You didn't tell me what happened. Right. Nothing happens Nothing's yet. happens yet. Correct. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and attack the one in front of me with okay. my cutlass. Please tell me John doesn't become a were rat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 20. A 20 will hit. Yep, I hit. So uh, that is a total of six points of damage. Six points of damage. That one dies. Nice. So we're going to label that one rat one. Which way is the bilge on this map here? Uh, let's say it's over to the left of the mis- okay. of the main mast. Since these rats are asleep, if I yep. move through them, do they take an attack no, opportunity? No, they're right. out cold. I'm going to go ahead and move up and be in front of the bilge there then. Okay, cool. That's a good move, John. Hey, Sebastian. How long Indeed. did your sleep last? Uh, actually, on that note, it does affect allies, unfortunately, but okay. it starts with the lowest hit die creature first. Then we're good to go. Uh, it lasts, let's see, one minute per level, so currently one minute. So, wow. Yes. Are you kidding me? Ten, no. ten rounds? Correct. That's so disappointing. I was so excited about having six rats attack you guys. Darn. And now I only have two. Oh, there's only one left. You're breaking my heart. Rum-basted rats for dinner. (laughs) All right. So this is where the first three would attack if they weren't asleep. This is where the next two would attack if they weren't asleep. But one of them will nibble at Kit. I'm still flailing away with my dagger. In the general direction of water. <laughs> All right. ah. you're, uh, if I've gotten this written down correctly, your AC is 16? Uh, I believe so. And that will yes, because I have my armor back. All right, he nibbles at your ankles but fails miserably. The armor protects you quite well. Sebastian. Uh, so at this point, there is one living rat. Yes. Well, one active rat, yes. I suppose I should say. Mm-hmm. Sebastian is simply going to hold his action in case he needs to do something else. Kit. Are you doing anything with this turn? There's one nibbling at your ankles, trying desperately to attack you. I'm going to stabby stabby. Uh, Not going to stabby stabby. No stabby stabby. stabby. <laughs> What'd you roll? 
I rolled a three. Mm, missy, missy. No stabby, stabby. Yes, well, I'm going to hit the water. At least I'm hitting yeah, something. You true. are. You're splashing. I, I am still distracting. I'm You're doing my job. You're continuing to splash. <laughs> yes. Perception uh, is reality. Nope. Fame? No, we're not going to take it. <laughs> and I'm going to try to whip whip the one that's uh, biting at Kit. So whoosh. whip it real fast. Natural 20. Natural 20. With a whip. <laughs> yeah, you're really good. Suddenly he's Peter Jones. Uh, <laughs> try to confirm that crit. All right. Oh, 10. That is not a confirmed critical. 11. Excuse me. I forgot my own, <laughs> forgot my own encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll damage. How much you do? And is for the whip, is it lethal or non-lethal? Does, if he has uh, natural armor or unnatural armor, it's not lethal. Okay, no, it would be lethal damage. Okay. Uh, four. Not dead yet. Five. I forgot my own damn courage. Uh, <laughs> Our bard cannot keep track of his own... Uh... He's uh, he's staggered. Okay. Because that's what happens when you hit zero hit points, right? Ha! That is Fane's turn. Doggy okay. paddling. I'm going <laughs> to punch a staggered rat. Okie dokie. <laughs> For great justice. So that's a 16. That will hit. Eight points of damage. <laughs> oh, does it just explode? <laughs> yeah, Thank go. You guys. All right, the rat is going to die miserably. Like, way <laughs> below for How do you do it at a go okay. okay, so he whick, he whips the rat. The rat it kind of just stands there and staggered for a second, just kind of dazed. At a go just mule kicks it as hard as he can. It just goes flying across to the uh, other end, hits the wall. Squeak. Boom. Yep. Oh, and by the way, you guys did not have to roll concealment on those because it was nibbling at Kit, so it had to be out of the water. Oh, easy to ah, hit. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, there are four unconscious sleeping rats under the water. We need to do something about these guys. Coup de gras, coup de gras. This should be pretty easy to coup de gras. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everybody gets a coup de gras. So Sebastian's sitting up a bu- well out of the water just going, you're welcome, you got this, go right ahead. <laughs> All right, we are going to end combat there. Very well done, everybody. Uh, I'm going to assume in the next eight rounds, you're going to figure out how to coup de gras four rats <laughs> under the water. I you keep know. missing because of the water, right? Atagoke <laughs> <laughs> okay, is probably just going to pick him up by the tail and just smack him against the bulkhead. Should I re-roll my miss because of my blind fight? I think, I, I think we're good. <laughs> okay. But, but yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys handled up on that one quite well. That was just really, really quick. So what do you got? You guys are out of combat. What are you doing now? Probably going to have to head back up. Nope. Let's nope. just nope. hang out. Uh, well, I was going to say, we're probably going to have to head back up or you're going to get whipped. So we need well, to figure out what's going on. We first need to tend to the fact that you got bitten. So let's ah. let's make sure that you're you're down in icky bilge water. I mean, yeah. well, cooties. Well, get out of the bilge first. <laughs> yeah. and so let's round Sebastian up the dead bodies. Maybe we press the digitation to clean everyone as best he can. Maybe okay. we should just pump the bilge water. Yeah, I was going to say, before we do anything else, let's get the bilge water out. Right, because we are on the boat, yeah. so we might as yeah. well do that. Okay, so, good, good call. Let's pump the bilge. I've, I've done plenty of bilge pumping. You guys have fun with that. Yeah, I'd go, okay, I'll grab the pump. Start. Yeah, you'll take care okay. of the bilge water, no problem. Fame um, is in no hurry to hit back to that poop deck at all. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Do these rats have treasure? They do not. <laughs> no, they did not bring any on the ship with them. Good question. Search their natural so, pocket. So, okay, I've been down in the bilge at least twice. You've been down at least three times. Three You've been times. down once, and we've not had these dire rats down here. Where did they come from? We searched for rat holes. Into the ocean? <laughs> I think we might notice. Okay. I don't know how ships work. <laughs> or physics. Or gravity. Or water. Yeah. Or... And we haven't seen them anywhere else on the ship, and we're out to sea. This is a little bit strange. That scourge put them down here. 
Oh, you know what? I wonder if they have pet dire rats up there in the captain's quarters. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Had. Okay, well, that, that's, that's the first thing we should probably figure out is where these things came from, because that's a little bit of a problem. Well, let's haul the bodies up yeah, so we have evidence we took care of the issue. Let's get the bodies issue. up. All right, everybody give me a perception roll while you're hauling the bodies up and looking around on the lower deck. Because these are, yeah, these are like, like you're saying, like dog-sized rats. These are big, right? Oh, yeah. These are rather yeah. large rats, yes. They're Smashing the size of an 18. Of Is there enough there to feed the ship, or? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say you guys had to eat it. You can make rat jerky. There's enough yeah. to feed the officers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, John, add two to this perception roll. Um, and let me know your number, Sebastian. 18. 18. Fane. 20. 18. 14. <clears throat> 19. Okay, everybody notices. Uh, John is probably going to point it out first, and then everybody, it's, it's really easy to find. There are several large storage bins full of grain, probably barrels and a few sacks, and you notice holes gnawed in those. In the bilge? No, it would be on the lower deck. Okay. Where oh. everything it's all up on the lower deck, okay. Yeah, the lower deck's got a little bit of storage area kind of off around the sides and stuff. Does it look like they've been chewed out of or into? You are correct. Out of. Out of. Yes. Okay. Uh, so the rats came in with the, the yep. food. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's check these and make sure these were like, you know, food things that rats got into, not rat carriers with food in them. Because there's, there's okay. going to be a distinct difference if something's packed with food so f- versus packed with rats. So for the next five minutes, you guys are going to be searching and stabbing barrels of grain, bags of grain. Jumping up on top of uh, yeah. eggs. So let's assume that you guys are looking. While you guys are looking, let's have some conversation. Kit, how are you with locks? Depends on who's asking. This is fame. <laughs> Someone who is stereotyping you. I was about to say, uh, I'm... I'm thing or two about locks I, I, what, what, what kind of lock probably in, it's one of those locks on the uh, I point out a chest and okay. it's locked it's got a padlock on it I'm assuming yes like a key lock yeah this one right here do you think you could pop that not right now but no, take with, it with good reasoning yeah I mean if I've got the right motivation what, what's my motivation I was thinking about taking that hook that magical hook from the galley okay and there's a magical it, hook in the galley Oh, yeah, we didn't tell you about that, did we? <laughs> no, you told yeah. me about that. Well, I mean, we didn't tell them about it. I, I, I told I, you. Yeah, yeah but, but I, I know you. nothing about a magical hook. What What is this <laughs> magical hook we're talking about? So Ambrose has a magical hook that is like his prized possession. This hook, you can throw it at anything, and it will attach to it. It doesn't matter what it is. As long as you throw it, it attaches to whatever you want to hit, and you can reel it in. And you've tested this theory to make sure it's not a wives' tale. Basically, I mean, he was sitting there throwing up all day yesterday or this morning, and I was just pulling back and forth the barrel. So it seemed to work every time. So. I like you. <laughs> you make sure things work. Yeah. Okay. So what are we? What does that have to do with this this lock? Well, I think that Ambrose really, really likes this hook. Yeah. I think he threatened to kill anybody that stole it from him. Okay. And I think we should put that hook in the black bearded dwarf. That would be Tam Narwhal. Tam Narwhal takes Locker and lock it back up. So because he's really good friends with Scourge. They're buddy buddy. And I, like I want to hurt. I stolen hurt items Scourge. are a good way to get someone uh, keel So you want to hurt Scourge by hurting his friend, Tam. Yeah, well, Tam yeah. doesn't like us either. Well, Fewer friends for Scourge uh, is better for us regardless. But how's that going to affect Ambrose? Because I know that he seems to... No, we don't want to affect Ambrose. Ambrose has threatened to kill anybody that takes his hook. Right. 
So, so this hook shows up missing. They do a search of the ship, find it in the black bearded guy's locker. Uh-huh. Ambrose may or may not kill him, but at least Scourge has to put out justice. So either he does his job and kills his friend or fails to do his job and he's a coward and a liar in front of the entire crew. Okay. Uh, didn't he already do that? Uh, I mean, I don't think coward and liar comes as a surprise to anyone. I know, but we're, we're layering it. <laughs> okay. I can see that. I that, like your that can work. Just as long as Ambrose doesn't actually kill the other guy himself because then, then that would be a problem and we kind of need a cook. You can't kill the cook on the ship. Right. Isn't that why we have you? Yeah, you might want to watch out. I'm not nearly as good as Ambrose. Okay. That is disturbing in the extreme. <laughs> Narwhal is only one of many riggers, so... Okay. So, what if we brought Ambrose in on this? I don't think uh, it's a good no. idea. No. He's an officer. He's, he is yeah, not I, sober enough to keep this. I, I'm going to no. go with that. I haven't seen him drunk. sober yet. I would worry about that. I've known way too many drunks. I don't know that I'm okay with going against Ambrose's back. We're not really going against Ambrose. He's going to get his hook back once he realizes it's gone. They find it in the dwarf's chest. He gets his stuff back. Yeah, we're not hurting Ambrose at all. Going behind his back in a way, though. Oh, going behind we're his back. We're on a freaking we're pirate not going ship, against John. <laughs> but we're not going to hurt him. It's a, it sounds like a means to an end. Yeah. I, yeah. I think in the grand scheme of things, this, this could actually help everyone. I, I, I can go with this. I'm against Scourge. But as long as Ambrose has no ill will against him, nothing bad can happen to Ambrose. I don't think anything... And I don't know that I want to be involved in it. I don't see how it could go back against Ambrose, because he's, he's the one that's been stolen from. Okay. I, I, don't see, I don't foresee any way that Ambrose gets hurt here. Let's hope not. I hope not. For all of our sakes. Yeah. yeah. Well, then we'll I just... think Ambrose is one of our only friends on this ship. Okay. Ultimately. Yeah, I'm not trying to hurt Ambrose yeah. at all. Hey! What's taking you guys so long down there? Can you not just take care of a few fuzzy items? Is that Slippery sigh? No, that's uh, Aretta. About to say, has okay. stuck her head down the hole and is yelling at to the lower deck. I throw a Why rat at her. Why don't you come down here and we'll take care of one more furry little thing? I throw a rat at her. <laughs> like, like I wing that thing at her. Uh, give, me, uh, give me a range attack rat, please. Uh, move, <laughs> move action, throw anything. Yes. <laughs> I'm not singing right now. <laughs> that's a six. Splat! It, you get it near the hole where she's uh, kind of uh, stepped down the stairs to yell at you guys, and she immediately goes, "Ah, ah!" and runs back up the stairs. What's the matter? Are you afraid of small fuzzy thing? <laughs> and from the top of the stairs, where you can't see her, you can just barely hear her. She yells, um, "Mr. Plogger, say hurry up down there! If you can't take care of a few fuzzy items, you need to just..." move. And she walks away. <laughs> <laughs> hurry up, he said. <laughs> <laughs> well, that bought us a minute, so I All guess right. if we want to do this, then then we need to go ahead and try to do it. I'd say we do it at night. There. Okay. Like right. after everybody's been drinking. And just in case I'm dead, please do it anyway. <laughs> we'll, okay. We'll keep you from dying, Payne. We'll do okay. it for you. Okay. I, I make no promises. We, so far, we, team, we seem to work pretty well together, so I appreciate you guys, you know. Let's, let's, let's try to make sure that we... Uh, allies, <laughs> are, allies are few and far between. Yeah. Stereotypes can be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are going to head upstairs again? Or is there anything else that you guys want to talk about? you got about 35 more seconds. Is there like an escape hatch from the ship down here somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> a submarine? Give me a uh, fine secret doors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. So guys, we've decided we're going against Scourge. We're going to get him. Of oh, course. Yeah. Let's do this. Yes. Okay. I mean... Uh, we're, we're not going to out and out attack him. Well, no, God. I'm no, to I, I mean, right I'll now. jump down into the bilge, but attack him? Come on. <laughs> okay. We're stuck on the ship anyway. We might as well try to at least make it a 
less unpleasant experience. So what I heard you say was, let's make this ship our ship. That might have been what I said, as long as I get a hat. (laughs) Dibs on Scourge's coat. Let us not be hasty just yet. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. And that's the bell for the bloody hour. Okay, let's pick up the rats. rats. (laughs) Okay, so you gather up the rats, you head back upstairs. I'm assuming all of us have at least one rat in our hand. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. who has, who's carrying the the last one? I'll carry both. You're carrying two? Yeah. Okay. So you come up to the top of the deck and Mr. Plug is standing up at the top and he goes... So, did you guys take care of everything down there? Hold up a rat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why don't you bring those to Ambrose? <laughs> I just you look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, Fane. Hand your rat to Adagoke. We are going to take care of Bloody Hour. Fane, I think you owe us some lashes. He walks to the whatever mast it is. Yep, it'll be the main mast in the middle of the ship. Take off your shirt. He takes his shirt off. Let's say Aretta is going to walk up and begin tying your hands to the mainmast. Okay. I've and got my sc- birds out. <laughs> <laughs> and Scourge uh, begins doing a couple of practice cracks with his whip. So you take the first slash. He's a brave man. Two points, non-lethal. All right. Second lash, two points, non-lethal. Third lash. Uh, second lash, He'll probably yell out. First okay. lash, he's expecting nothing. He's okay. never felt this before. Then the reality hits. <laughs> All right. So he's screaming. He's probably bawling his eyes out. Third lash, one point of damage. So after the third lash, John screams at Scourge, and he says, if you were a real pirate, these pirates would actually respect you, and you wouldn't have to lash at, out at any of them. Fourth lash. Oh, I missed the third lash. How much was that? One. Oh, okay. Fourth lash is one. Fifth lash, one. At this point, he's probably screaming for his mother. He's probably just, Mama, screaming and crying. Six lashes, two. I'm uh, I'm at zero right now. So you're staggered. Staggered. Seventh lash, two. I'm at negative two. Eighth lash, four. Hmm. Now remember, all of this is non-lethal. Well, the last six wasn't. Okay. Right. How long until you're dead? I have a constitution of 13. So you only have about six more left? Seven. And we were on eighth lash? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, that was yep. eight. So ninth lash. Ninth lash. Two points of damage. Okay. Tenth lash. All right. Tenth lash is one. What was it? Uh, what's nine? So I'm at negative nine. That's within four. Okay. So actually, those last ones, uh, how much have you taken since you were at zero? I'm at negative nine. So you have actually lost a total of nine hit points from your actual hit points. After zero, yes. So you, you took nine subdual, and or then you started point. taking actual... Correct. I've like, taken 18 total points of damage. Right. Nine subdual, nine actual. So now you're actually Correct. at zero hit points. No. Actual yes, yes, because no. that's how subdual works. No, subdual... Yeah, non-lethal. Subdual, when you go to zero... You're unconscious. Yes. You keep doing damage when you're unconscious. It's real damage. Then it takes from your real hit points. Oh, so you're yeah. actually now you're yeah. at I'm zero. at zero hit points. Yes, but you're still <laughs> unconscious. But you're at zero. I didn't carry the thirteen. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so you have thirteen more, and we've done a total of eleven. Uh, yep. Four points of damage. Four points of damage. Negative eight. So you now you're at negative eight. Yeah. You were bleeding profusely. You will probably have some plenty of scars left over once you are healed of this damage. Okay. Aretta, last. 
and uh, begins to untie your hands. And Scourge just stares the entire ship down, and you five in particular, or the four that are still awake, just nods his head and begins to walk back into uh, officer's quarters. Mr. Plug yells out, and if anybody else ever desires to test the discipline and will of this ship, the same justice will be meted out yet again. Do you all understand? Everybody just kind of mumbles and turns around, and they begin to go into rum hour. Okay. I'm going to forgo it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go We're, we're, we're going to pour yours on your back. I'm sorry, but, but, but you're unconscious. I'm cool with it. Cool with it. Yep. As soon as the hands are untied, Plug is done with his uh, actual, his speech at that. Sandara begins to walk up to you, Fane. Adikoke is going yes, towards. Sebastian yeah, is sure. so kit. going as well. Uh, so all of you begin to head towards him. She just lays her hands on you and heals you. Damn. Nine points. Oh, I'm at one. How, wow. How far away are we from him when this happens? Uh, probably within five to ten feet, maybe less. Is she wearing a visible holy symbol that we didn't notice by chance? Yes. Can I identify it? <laughs> as soon as my eyes open, Bling. he just grabs her and hugs yeah. her and like holds on to her like for dear life. And she just whispers into your ear, act hurt. Very, very hurt. It's not an act. <laughs> <laughs> the knowledge religion would be a 19, by the way. Yes. Uh, she uh, she is wearing the holy symbol of Besmara. Uh, oh, okay. The goddess of pirates. Yes. Mm. She then says, hey, guys, will you help me carry him downstairs where I can ta- help heal him some more? I, I I'll can, pick him up. I can carry his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so Kit picks up the shirt out of Gogade. Picks you, up him. Picks you, him up. Do you do like a fireman's carry when you pick him up? Do you pick I'm like him the up? bodyguard. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I'm like 110 pounds. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah lightweight. Can, can I walk over and get like all of our rations of rum to take down with us? Oh, sure. Sure, okay. sure, sure. I'm going to grab all of our rations of rum and take it down with us. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the middle deck is where you guys are going to head down. Um, actually, she's going to ask that you take it all the way to the lower deck. String up a hammock for him and put him in the hammock. And while you're down there, I'm going to assume this is where you all take care of your hammock's room. probably not going to be where he ends up. If he's whipped on his back, he's probably going to be on the floor. Okay, because you have no yeah. choice but to lay on your back in a hammock, right. and that would not work. Well, so she reconsiders shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you I lay, know, I lay down. Ow, 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 ow. Sebastian will dispose of the rum while everyone's dealing with Pour it in the bill. Well, we'll right down the bill. But say we may want to use some of it just to kind of clean any sort of surface blood left so he's clean. Meh. <laughs> He'll be fine. Builds character. You're a vicious little gnome. <laughs> what, I'm you're trying hurting? to help. Those poor alcohol That's savage. Wound. <laughs> I mean, from the Mogwai, I could see it. Oh, 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 oh. Mwangi. <laughs> I just drop him. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> From the Mogwai, I expected thud. <laughs> On your I back. deserved it. <laughs> worth it. Back. Totally worth it. Uh, she'll lean over, put her hands on you again, and heal you for another six hit points. That should put you pretty close to full at this point. Yeah, I'm at seven now. And she just looks up at all of you and is like, make sure you take care of him. Do not test Mr. Plug or Master Scourge again. If you do, he may keel haul you, and we can't stand to lose another member of this crew. If you need my help, please let me know. Who you are you? My name, Sindara Quinn. No, no, no. That's not what I asked. Because <laughs> you have this, this interesting way of procuring things we need. Yes. Without knowing anything about us. And you're just kind of, boom, you're there. and you heal. Who are you? <laughs> you five are the newest members of this ship. 
and therefore the only five that I can trust. But what makes you a, what makes you trustworthy to us? Yeah, I'm hoping to earn your trust. You got we're on the possible. right track. I mean, that's why I'm that's why I'm suspicious. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sense motive. Yeah, sure. that's what I'm doing. I got an 18. <laughs> trust her. Trust her. What yeah. are you doing? Trust her. <laughs> uh, everybody, think of uh, I got a, your sense I got motive. a 26. Oh, oh yeah. Sense motive rolls. I should have done it this time, just so you guys wouldn't know the answer. But yes, she seems honest. Okay. As far as you can tell, with a 26. As I'm honest gonna, as a pirate can be. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask her. Um, what happened to the previous crew? I mean, you guys picked us up for a reason. What happened? Who were we replacing? What happened to them? I haven't been here very long. It's odd. Barnabas had to replace almost his entire crew. Uh, he showed up back on shore just a few weeks ago looking for a new crew with this ship. Uh, some of his old companions joined him. Ambrose, Scourge, Plug, several of the officers. The rest he press-ganged over the last week or two. Uh, I'm... I got on the ship maybe three days before you five were added. Uh, once he finally had his crew numbers up to a manageable level is when we took off. We've been out to sea for about four days now. On that note, where, uh, I'm not familiar with this area, where exactly are we? I've seen we have passing, uh, I think, some islands and such. But... Yes, obviously you're in the shackles. Uh, it's a, a long string of islands uh, spread out from Port Peril. We left uh, Jeopardy Bay four days ago, which is where Port Peril is located. You've seen several islands that you've passed on your left and your right. Uh, most likely, we are making our way to the Fever Sea. He's oh. probably looking to pick up a merchant from uh, down south. The Fever Sea? Yes, is where we are headed, most likely. I don't know, uh, but from what I've talked to other pirates in Port Peril before I joined this ship. That's most likely where we are headed. Sandara, since you seem to have some skill with healing, can you look at John's leg? Oh, so she looks over and she goes, ooh, this looks bad. You probably have a really bad disease from those rats that you just fought. Uh, give me a day and I will see what I can do. Okay. Uh, make sure that you talk to me before you fall asleep tonight. We'll see about... Uh, starting some treatments. Okay, yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Told you to get out of that bilge water. <laughs> um, now, I have to go up and uh, take care of my rum ration. Is there anything else that you need from me before I go? Can Thank you. you. You're Thank welcome, Fane. You. Indeed. You five, be safe. <laughs> On this ship, it's who you know and who you are friends with that keep you safe. And she begins to walk up the stairs. I wonder what Grok is doing. <laughs> <laughs> That fight got your, uh... Got your adrenaline yeah. pumping? It makes you want to live. <laughs> Ambrose comes over to the stairs and goes, Hey, hey, John. John, where I need some help passing out all this food. So John skitters up the stairs. Okay. Begin passing out the food. Yeah. Everybody makes their way back up. Is there uh, anybody thing? else downstairs but us? No, it's just you five at this point. Uh, everybody's upstairs having a good time. Sounds like good <laughs> now it might not be a bad idea to take care of the hook. Yeah, that's what, kind of what I was thinking. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over and find that, okay. that lock in. I describe which I one do. it is. I don't guess she really knows what to look for. Well, you pointed okay. it out earlier, so I'll start working on the, the lock. If one of you wants to go find the hook, Sebastian, why don't you and I go for the hook? I will keep a watch upstairs. Excellent. So the hook is located in the galley, which is on the middle deck. 
Right. I'll ask Fane. Sebastian will ask Fane for a description of it and where it's at in sure. the galley, it's, so you can easily locate it. It should be pretty easy. And you, can you cast detect magic? Absolutely. Yeah, so it should be super easy. <laughs> to find it. it is magic. Look for magic, magic <laughs> man. That's it. <laughs> Ambrose and John are both in and out of the galley as they deal with uh, dinner hour upstairs. Sebastian will give John the high sign to uh, sort of indicate what they're doing and that he should distract Ambrose for at least a couple of minutes. Ambrose and I are handing out whatever we made for the day. Sure. And uh, he starts to go back into the galley to take some dishes in or something, and I, I stop him and to say, uh, Ambrose, uh, I have a, a few questions for you. Do you mind maybe we can you know, stand over next to the edge and of the, the boat and talk about a few things real quick? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about once we get, uh, how about once we get finished with passing all this food, we go down to my qu- quarters and have a talk. Yeah, sure. Because standing next to an edge this sober <laughs> is a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. I, let's. I've got to have some rum or I'm gonna fall overboard. We're gonna work on that. Let's uh, let's finish handing out this and we'll go downstairs and uh, we'll that talk. That sounds like a good idea. What are you taking so long? And then uh, they head upstairs. Or okay. the two of you guys head upstairs. All right, now give me a stealth roll, whoever is actually going into the galley. Uh, Fane does want to stand at the stairs. Yeah, but see, I need a lookout. I was going to say. While she's getting yeah. her lock going. Okay, right. so yep. Fane is standing at one st- set of stairs looking. Adagoke will stand at the other set of stairs looking. And Kitnick will be... Sebastian is doing his thing. <laughs> Sebastian got a natural 20 on his stealth check. Okay, so put Sebastian in. Who's actually going for the hook? That would be Sebastian. Sebastian's going for the hook. will keep watch. Sebastian will slip in as soon as he's sure Grok is not in there and that they are handing out, they've gone to hand out food. Give me your stealth roll. You said you rolled a natural 20. Damn it. (laughs) So that would be a grand total of 22 if you'd like. Okay. So you easily surpassed the basic check on, like, making sure nobody's going to interrupt you at this point. You are able to get the hook downstairs in near Kit. Now, mm-hmm. Kit, give me your disabled device check. Fifteen. And it pops open. Nice. Like a well-oiled machine. <laughs> so do you guys do the obvious? You open the chest, put the hook in, maybe cover it with some clothes a little bit. What's he got in his chest? We're not taking anything. That would just be too looking, obvious. Just looking, just looking. Uh, there's some random items not worth a lot of money. Okay. If you ever decide you want to take something, there's Nothing some stuff we roll on. that he shouldn't have? No. Okay. You I guys thought, shouldn't Yeah, as I slip it underneath, some, believe like some of the little rope attached to it kind of up on top so that it's easy to see. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Leave a little bit of rope <laughs> hanging out of the Lock locker. It back. John, you're not there. You can't see anything. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> occurring, it's a good idea. No advice, cookie. So yeah. So congratulations, guys. You have now set up Tam Narwhal Tate with a locked chest. And uh, following that, we should make our presence known on the deck. Absolutely. Here, I give everybody their rum cups back. Empty. Uh, I oh, you took care of that. Yeah, yeah, yes. right. yeah we got yeah, rid of them. Awesome. Yeah, we're well, not going to make a big deal out of it tonight. To, just a touch tipsy as we go back up. Mm-hmm. You know. Except Fane probably needs to stay downstairs. You're injured, remember? That's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. You get plenty of sleep. I'll go to sleep. So you guys head upstairs to join the rest of the crew. When you actually get to the top, you notice a group of pirates have started to congregate around Rosie. And she seems to be telling them a story. And she finishes one and begins another. I like stories. I'm going yeah. to go up and see where my gnomey friend in his big hat is and sit down next to him. Okay. Oh, dear. <laughs> Conchabar just winks at you when you sit down and says, Hello, love. Hi. 
Anybody else uh, any, want to do anything other than listen to the story? Sebastian's actually going to look and see if he can locate Tam Nartwall. Ah, okay. Just to see what he is doing right. at the present time. And we will deal with that in just a minute. Anybody else? So you get up to the top of the deck, uh, and she's like, and then the dread pirate Pick, <laughs> who is known for feats of absurd ship captures. He's on his ship, Dabo's Grace. In the middle of the night, a dozen Rahadum privateers have encircled him. It was 13. What? Go ahead. You're right. Oh, 13. It was 13, though. They were near the island of Tempest K. A, du- a 13 privateers from Rahadum looking to procure the Dread Pirate Pick's treasure. They were they- just transporting fish, actually. They didn't know Pick was there. I'm sorry. Go, no, no. You- please. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> In the middle of the night, a Rahadum sorcerer launches a fireball at the Dabo's grace, lighting up the night sky. Dread Pick immediately takes to the skies, flies above, bursts into flame, lighting it's more up. like ice. It's like a cold flame. It's, I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. No, really. Would you like no, to No, no, no. No, you're doing great. No, please. You, you sure? Yes, okay. please. He lights up the night sky, showing the dozen, the 13 Rahadum privateers, and showing just how desperate their options really are. The crew, they fought brilliantly. They fought bravely. But Dabo's... Half of them ran away, actually. But, oh, no, no, no. You're right. Please. No, really, Fane. No, that's it. That's all I got. The crew fought brilliantly. They fought most of them bravely. But Dabo's grace was sunk due to the sheer numbers of the does the 13 Rahadum privateers. They immediately began diving expeditions expeditions to find Dabo's grace and the mighty treasure. 6 weeks they spent searching Seven. the Seven weeks of searching the depths of the Tempest K, and it was never, ever found. Most assume that he just had just recently buried the treasure on the island of Tempest K. But it, his treasure, never found. That sounds about right. I think there were some clams or oysters you forgot to talk about. Some say that the oysters under the ocean of the Tempest K open up, revealing more than just pearls. But those are wives' tales. Nobody really believes that. Everybody knows the treasure was buried on Tempest K Island. And Rose and the rest of the pirates begin clapping. They've heard the story before, but, you know, they give her a little bit of applause. They all kind of give Fane the evil eye a little bit. Fane's clapping and, yeah. like, giving that knowing nod and looking around at everybody. You know? <laughs> Give me a diplomacy roll, Fane, on, uh, on how Rosie feels about you interrupting her story for five minutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she is not happy. Fourteen. Fourteen for diplomacy? Yeah. All right, Fifteen. Well, no, well, fourteen. Do you have any bonuses? Well, no, I've got the tail spinner. Whatever, that's plus one for a week. Right. Any other bonuses? Yeah, well, yeah. So you get, yeah, you get that plus one. 15. Oh, just so the plus one. 14. 13. 14. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Are you correcting yourself, Rosie, again? Well, I thought my inspired GM, courage was still going. I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> no, it's 14. One, four. Are you That's sure? my final answer. 14? <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. 
had you failed below a 10, rolled below a 10, she would have threatened you with her hand axes. But you didn't. You roll high enough to at least just get an evil eye from Rosie. I grin huge. <laughs> she just looks at you and shakes her head and begins uh, going on about her business for the evening. All right. So now we're going. Anybody else before we go to ship actions for the evening? Okay. I've got it. Um, let's do Adagoke. What's your ship action for the night? So I've met up in the rigging, I met the one Rahadumi guy. Yes. And he mentioned a, a possible other Mwangi on the ship. I want to find her. You're looking for Shavika. Shavika. Game terms wise, I'm going to try and influence Shavika. Okay. I just want to speak to the other the other Mwangi <clears throat> here. As you walk up to Shavika, you see a tall ebony woman. She is covered with tattoos. Give me a knowledge local. 19. Oh, wow. Yeah, you uh, can read her tattoos. Okay. Uh, they represent a previous career as a slaver. Turn around and walk away. Really? That fast? Yep. <laughs> okay. I'm Bonawat. We hate slavers. All right. Then she just looks at you. She kind of like, look, I guess gives you kind of like a weird like, hi, maybe? And you just turn here. Yeah, I just look at her away. tattoos and just turn around and walk away without saying anything to her. I just keep going. All right. I have no interest in talking to her. All right. What do you want to do for your ship action then? <laughs> I will gamble. All right, so you find a couple of willing individuals to gamble. Is there a specific game that you want to uh, play this evening? Arm wrestling. (laughs) Dart throwing. Any of those things that I'm actually good at. Who do you want to challenge to arm wrestle? Jonas Jape is the biggest guy on the ship as a half-orc. Yeah, but I've already dealt with him. Let's find a name that you can arm wrestle with that isn't Conchabar. I'm thinking that's a little unfair. (laughs) Yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of unfair. Ooh, Crimson Cog. Crimson Cog would be a, an excellent choice. Okay. He's another swab on the deck. He's a medium-high man. Uh, he's got the blue Varesian scarf that we were talking about earlier. Oh, yeah. You want to wrestle? Yes. Let Arm us wrestle. wrestle. Let, us, let us attempt a feat of strength to see who would win, and maybe let's try and make this a little interesting. Very good. And he looks over at uh, Sam Top, and he's like, get the, get the arm wrestling barrel. And so they do, and they bring out this arm wrestling barrel. And uh-huh. it's got a little bit of a concave top. Sam's just looks at uh, Am- or goes down talks to Ambrose like hey Ambrose we need to have a couple of rum bottles and he get, takes some uh, empty rum bottles brings them up to the deck smashes all the pieces of glass uh, and just taunt tiny oh, okay as he's going down to get them I start like slapping the top of the barrel making a lot of noise sure. trying to generate some some <laughs> okay some notice here uh, we'll combine a little bit of performance with this then on top okay. of gambling. He gets back up, smashes all the glass barrels, puts them all in the middle of the barrel, the concave shape, then begins to say, like, tell you, put your hands together, ties them together. You guys ready to wrestle? I am ready. Let's make this happen. Give me just a minute. All right. I'm going to use my last martial flexibility of the day. Okay. There is a combat feat called Intimidating Prowess. Ooh, what is that? You can add your strength bonus in addition to all your other bonuses to any Intimidate check. All right. So while we're there... Like, we're getting the barrel. He's smashing everything up. Uh, we're getting everything ready. I'm going to look, find, like, a fish hook that's on the, that's somewhere around on the deck. Sure. And just look at Crimson Cog and straighten it out. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. I think you're probably strong enough to straighten out a ship, so I'm not too worried about that. Now give me your intimidating roll. Okay. I think at this point I'm going to start taking bets. <laughs> Fane says, bet on that. Nobody is willing to take a bet against Adagoke. You can bet on Surprise. Crimson. Like, people will bet that uh, Crimson will lose. But oh, if you're only a 13. 
Only I rolled, 13? I rolled really low. Oh, that's yeah. too bad. Uh, yeah, he rolled really high. I'm assuming a sense motive? Probably. Yeah, so his sense motive was much, much higher. He takes Sweet. a fish hook and bends it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With Actually, his teeth. Is a very good chance he could do exactly that. He's a pretty big guy himself. So give me your first strength roll. Sam is like, Crimson, Crimson, Crimson could do it. Crimson. 20. Is your total? Yes. Boom! You slam his arm over into the barrel full of glass. He does uh, do a D2 plus strength damage. <laughs> 50. Five. Five points of damage, and he just screams in pain, gives you a deadly look, and says, one more time. Nobody's willing to bet on uh, Crimson to win, yeah. especially now. <laughs> you were going to have to offer some amazing odds if you want to say, if I can't make any money off of this, yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to... It's tough to find. You should have made a bet with Crimson before you started. <laughs> Since he was willing to anybody, arm wrestle. Anybody? Um, Maybe you want to throw this one a little bit. Yeah. No, no, I have, I have too much honor to throw. I love it. I'll, I'll look at it. I'll, I'll look at his arm. I'll just say, it's just peppered with glass. When your arm is healed, I will give you a rematch. No, one more. You're still tied. One more roll. One more. One more roll. One more match right now. One more match. I got his roll. Okay. 17. He wins. What? <laughs> Boom. He slams his arm over to the side and does a total of five points of damage. Wow. Ooh. Okay. All right. When he slams the arm down, Adagoki will yell because that hurts. Right. <laughs> and then go, <laughs> an excellent showing. <laughs> Best of three. Dusted. Now there are people willing to take this bet. Yeah. Uh, what odds are you offering right now? Five to one. There are four people that step up and offer one gold apiece. Okay. Because they're not going to bet too much. They've seen Adagoke win right. way too many times. <laughs> I suggest you keep the money on yourself. Oh, no this shit. Time. It's going to bite my ass from the, uh, now to eternity. No, it's why nobody's offering much more than a gold piece. So three people, so you got three gold on your okay. now. Okay. And Crimson just gives you an evil stare. He's going to try and intimidate you and fails. Okay. And then, <laughs> okay, if he does that, uh, since we've got our hands tied together mm -hmm. and all that, I'm just going to give him the squeeze, and, and I'm going to attempt to do the... Intimidating prowess again? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I thought that was your role. No, I just set it down. Oh. oh. That's your intimidate, though. That's my intimidate. Okay, that's, that's a, really that's a 10. Roll. Okay, now. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, man, that is a good dice. I like this die. <laughs> oh, that, that 20 is real <laughs> That is a natural 20 Ladies and gentlemen Tell me how it happens You win So do you do crit okay. damage? <laughs> <laughs> you kill him with an yeah. arm wrestling <laughs> You know what? Let's do that whoa, whoa, Let's whoa. roll to confirm Okay He's gonna do Try to resist Oh, oh! Another oh 20 <laughs> Alrighty um, um, Let's roll one more time you're going to make me roll three confirms? Three <laughs> I'm just curious. See if you what, kill if, him. what if you get a third one? Okay. Oh, okay. No, no, All right. Uh, you definitely get a confirmed critical. There is apparently one last large piece of glass left that didn't get quite smashed up enough. Mm, okay. Tell me how this happens. Okay. So we've got our arms on the barrel. Got her tied. There's blood everywhere because we're both bleeding. Both bleeding. All right. I grab his hand. Moves back and forth, back and forth. He almost seems to get me. I almost seem to get him. Finally, we're straightened back up, and I slam his arm down so hard it breaks through the barrel. Oh wow! 
and the glass just starts to siphon down to the bottom of the barrel, and Crimson Cogward just begins to scream in pain. He has never felt pain like this before. What is your total damage? Okay, so, I mean, is it double damage? It's double damage. Oof. All right, so that's just one, but that's two, so that's three, and then double strength. Yep. Uh, that's nine. He cool. passes out from the ish amount of... You break his arm. <laughs> it just uh, shatters in two right there on the spot. And okay. Sam is just mortified that this happens. Immediately begins to bind his brother's arm up and then drags him uh, downstairs, holding the arm is, gently. Is Sam the uh, carpenter slash surgeon? No. That's Sam. This is Sam's barefoot toppings. Okay. Uh, the carpenter is Corbly. Um, Habbly Quarn. I am going to help Crimson, help him okay. take Crimson, because... I actually feel bad about this oh, one. Wow. I really did not mean to hurt this guy like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I will I will pick up Cog with Sam and move him down and say, quietly, just so that only Sam can hear me, go, I did not mean to hit him that hard. We should take him to the surgeon. And uh, he just says, no, no, let's just take him downstairs. I'll bind him up. If we take him to the surgeon, his arm will be off tomorrow. We will not take him to the surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. And he is more than willing to accept your help. Um, he does a sense motive and decides that you are indeed worthy of your word. Okay. All right. <laughs> nice ship action. Wow. Had to go. Okay. That was All a right. lot of fun. Nice. Holy smokes. Uh, let's go with Sebastian. Uh, Sebastian... Again, he kind of got excited when Adagoke was talking about gambling and then got very disappointed when he mentioned arm wrestling. Um, Sebastian is actually going to set up somewhere nearby with a small table or barrel head and actually pull out a very large, well-crafted fortune teller's deck. Ooh, okay. Okay, so the damage that I did to him, is that... Subdual, or is that no? That, that was actual damage. That was all actual yeah, damage. The glass is cutting. On the okay, arm. so so I ended up doing like fifteen points of damage to this guy. Yes. When we get down there, and and he's so he's unconscious. Like game terms, he's past zero. Yes. All that. Mm -hmm. I'm giving this guy my healing potion. Really? Yeah. I I legitimately was just trying to have fun arm wrestling. Sure. Not almost kill a crew member. Okay, that is enough to push both of them in a positive direction. I'm not even going to require a diplomacy roll. Okay. If you're going to give them a healing potion, both of them like you at this point. Okay. Good nice. job. Very nicely done. Okay, Sebastian, <laughs> you are setting up a deck of fortune, fortune telling? tellers cards. Verizian fortune tellers cards. They're very large. They're made of wood inlaid with uh, nice painted and enameled pictures. He's not deliberately going to try and entice people over, but he's going to make it obvious what he's doing. He's going to use his prestidigitation to jazz it up a little bit. Uh, he'll also sort of pull up his sleeves to show off the the runic tattoos and the um, the tattoo of a white hair on his right arm. He's going to do his best to sort of appear that he's pulling himself. He's going to see if he can pull anyone into a uh, fortune telling session. All Any right. more of the more superstitious pirates. Okay, there's probably a couple that are going to be interested. Let's uh, tackle one of them. Uh, Jack Scrimshaw is willing to uh, allow you to tell his fortune. What do you require in order to tell a fortune? Essentially, I know his name. I know a little bit about him. Sebastian will uh, lay the the cards out in a pattern on the deck, the base cards. He will have uh, Scrimshaw pull a uh, pull a card from the top of the deck to represent his ultimate fate. Sebastian's going to try and 
steer it a little bit. He's already interacted with Jack, so he's going to see to get him to pull uh, the, the uh, death. Okay, so you need to do a sleight of hand, maybe? Uh, that'll work, which I went ahead and made a roll. I just didn't know which skill it would be sure. attached to. Uh, it's a 19. That should work. Uh, it's, and Sebastian will say, I see I see you and us aboard the ship. A great storm and a, and a battle, and you fall you fall overboard. <gasps> You, you, you're clawing at the railing, and Scourge looks at you and simply looks away, goes back to what he's doing. A figure a figure is uh, vague. I can't, can't quite make it out, but a, a hand reaches down and grabs you. It, it takes your arm to, to pull you back onto the, uh, to the deck. A, 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 a small figure, but surprisingly strong. She seems red hair, perhaps? Uh, he's going to very heavily imply that it's Kitnick. Uh, so you're trying to convince Jack... Jack Scrimshaw, that he's going to fall over the deck and be in saved. a giant storm and then be saved by Kitnick. Indeed. <laughs> uh, Jack believes you. Sebastian would be too obvious. <laughs> I'll, I'll draw another card. Simply something simple. The Ace of Cups or something simple. And, uh, but Ace of Spades. Beyond that, should you survive this day, I, I see great fortune and, and prosperity in your future beyond. He reaches for the death card to begin to take it away from you he, and turn around. And uh, since I already had, since Sebastian already had prestidigitation going, mm-hmm. I'm going to have it sort of flare with like a, like a dark, like blackish purple energy as he reaches for it. And he drops it. Do not, uh, do not tempt the fates. He immediately turns around and heads directly for Kit. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to do with your action this time? If any other pirates are interested in a, in a, a telling, I'll, I will do so. Okay, but otherwise... There's probably a few that will walk up, and we'll kind of let that fade to black yeah. that that's happening. After you tell Jack his fortune, it sounds very believable, and it's just the color has drained out of his face. There's a few more that are interested. <laughs> Sebastian just smiles quietly to himself. So then we'll fade over to Kit. Jack is headed straight for you right now, and he just, he reaches out and goes, thank you, thank you so much, thank you, please, please save me when the opportunity arises, and he turns around and just like, his uh, hands are shaking mightily, and he's actually gone for a second helping of rum, and it's, it's, his hands are shaking so much, they're, the rum's flying out of the cup. You're welcome. <laughs> Sebastian is doing all he can to not just laugh. I'm, I'm a little puzzled, but I'm just going to kind of look around. And I have a feeling I'm going to notice that Sebastian is yeah. probably like looking my way. And smirking massively. And I'm going to make a mental note that I need to speak with him later. <laughs> all right, so what is your ship action going to be tonight, Kit? Um, I am talking to my Nomi friend. Oh, we're talking to the Conchibar tonight. Yes, I am going to uh, work on influencing Conchibar because I'm, I'm okay. curious. I love, so glad you're back again tonight. Didn't you enjoy that story from Ro- Rosie earlier? It was very interesting, but I've heard better. Who has told a better story than the lovely Rosie? Well, I, I, I don't remember exactly who it was. I know there's, there's been a couple bards I've really liked listening to. I've had some really great wild tales. I feel like you need to make up a name right now. Oh. The best bard you've ever heard a sto- tell a story. Some guy with a really long name I couldn't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> and he just believes you right there on the spot. <laughs> I'll remember later. I believe that's the uh, great bard Positum Asimodalist. I, I believe that's what its name was. Yes, Positum. That was the name I was looking for. You're exactly right. <laughs> Positum Asimodus was a gnome bard? Right. That's yes. what it Okay. He just looks at you. He's puzzled. He's like, I don't think I've ever heard of him. You should have. 
Well, dear, you said you wanted to try on my hat earlier, correct? I would love to try on your and hat. And he hands you his hat <gasps> with a big white plume uh, of a, like, a really feathery feather. I'm going to try the hat on, and, like, in my head, like, clouds part and angels sing. <laughs> <laughs> and you realize it's just Sebastian with an image spell. <laughs> <laughs> right. He just grins at you. I just checked, like, this hat fits just right. It does. And I'm going to make a mental note of that, too. <laughs> No, but take it back off and give it goes, back to him. Well, love, bitch you just right. That's a, that's a pretty nice hat. We're, I'll tell you just the tailor to go visit in Port Peril. As soon as we get back, I'll bring you directly to him and I'll pay for the best hat you have ever had. I'm going to hold you to that. So I have a question. Oh, okay, love. The other day you said you traveled a lot and you traveled to places. Yes. So have you ever traveled to, to, to like one of the in-between places, like... Like one of the, the crossover points to the first world. And he looks around him. He looks to his left. He looks to his right. He looks behind him. And he goes, love, I'm not supposed to talk about that around these others. I was talking quietly. People. I've never made it myself, but I've heard of those who have. <gasps> Ooh. Are you, you interested in visiting the in-between? Maybe. Why is that? Reasons. Usually when a gnome visits the in-between, don't they decide to never come back? Maybe they really like it. I don't... It's a dangerous travel. Why don't we talk about this later? Dangerous, but worth it. But From okay. my hammock. And he just goes, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, I'm noticing I tried on Austin Powers' hat. <laughs> <laughs> Did his teeth get really crooked all of a sudden? All of a sudden. What do you mean, all of a sudden? They've been crooked the whole time. I tried not to look. <laughs> he's, he's a dashingly handsome gnome, but crooked teeth. It's of okay. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, we'll uh, how about we'll, we'll we'll talk later. Maybe maybe not quite in the hammock because you know hammocks kind of make me seasick. Oh, oh well, uh, 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 and he's like, <laughs> maybe next time I'll uh, I'll find a love mat then. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about this later. And we and I'm, I'm gonna be like Sebastian. <laughs> and I'm just gonna go, uh, Sebastian needs me. Um, but oh. but I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hate to Hi. <laughs> I'm prettier than he is anyway. Hate to see you go. Love to watch you leave. Oh. <laughs> if this hammock's a rockin', don't come a knockin'. What? I mean, this guy's smooth. Right? So I'm, I'm going to... Like sandpaper. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to jaunt over in the direction of Sebastian's wry smile. <laughs> All right, Fane. What is your night action? Well, after witnessing Kit's hatgasm, I'm going to go over and talk to uh, Rosie. <laughs> oh. And as you walk up to her, she just looks at you and goes, if you ever interrupt me and me telling a story again like that, she just starts to lovingly brush one of her hand axes. I think you get the idea, right? Yes. Sorry. Apology accepted. But I'd heard it differently at the White Grotto. I just wanted to... It was rude of me. I do apologize. Why don't you just tell the story then? You did a pretty good job on your own. <laughs> well, thank you, Fane. It was just a few things that I noted, you know. All right. Course well, correction. Next time I tell a story, I'll check my facts with you. Next time you tell a story, I'll wait till it's over before I correct you. How about that? That sounds lovely. Yeah. I'm going to try to just diplomacy her. Okay. You just small talk to yeah, chat. Okay. I wanted, to, I wanted to smooth things over for what I did. I think you did. So yeah. take your plus two. I wanted to make it rocky, so, I, so therefore I could make it smooth. Sure. So you, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> First you make it rocky, then you make it smooth. Right. That sounds brilliant. Uh, so you're going to add a total of plus three to your skill check. Yeah, 27. 27? Oh. Yeah. Uh, she just gives you the biggest grin. 
and yes, you have positively affected her. That's nice. awesome. All right, I believe that's everybody. I haven't gone yet. <laughs> All right, Adam, <laughs> what does John Ollie do for his night action? Uh, John is going to go and talk with Ambrose. Okay. You head down the stairs. Uh, you've already passed out the food. He's retired to his cabin for the evening. You knock on the door. He doesn't answer. Uh, I'm going to knock again and just say, uh, Ambrose, it's John. You just hear a gurgle coming from inside and a heavy flopping of the bed. You know, when you hear somebody turn over. I'm going to kick the door in. Oh, you don't have to kick it in? <laughs> Maybe but, try the handle first. But John Ollie kicks the door in. <laughs> and, he, and Ambrose just immediately sits up and goes, and then leans back into bed and falls back to sleep. Oh, okay. At least I know he's not dead. I assume he was drowning in rum. He probably is drowning in rum, just metaphorically, not literally. Uh, seeing that he's actually that unconscious, uh, I'm going to um, I'm going to kind of search his quarters, not like in a weird way, but just see if there's anything like. <laughs> is there any other way to do it? I was going to say. Well, I mean, not really. I guess. How are you making it not weird? I really you do want to know. You whistle to yourself and make Brought it look like a happy first. time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can tell you what you don't find. <laughs> and you don't, it is. You don't find a grappling hook in there, right? <laughs> uh, well. I just want to see if I can find anything that kind of gives me a little bit more information about Ambrose. Oh, it is devoid of any past information. All you can find are uh, there's some chickens in the room. Okay. That, <laughs> what, chickens? Yeah, that, that are laying eggs. That's where he gets his fresh uh, I guess, from. okay, that makes sense. Yep, but he loves these chickens. Uh, probably throughout the last few days, you've noticed just how much he adores these chickens. They're yeah. like they're his pet dog. He's okay. gone so <laughs> So the pigs don't have feathers. <laughs> Uh, there's not much info in yeah. this uh, room at all. I mean, it is bare bones. He okay. is living on the ship. Anything extra that he would have gotten, he spends on rum. Okay. And his love of the grappling hook, that's it. Okay. In that case, uh, I'm going to go and just see if I can check around the, uh, what's it called, the uh, the side of the ship. I, I can't see the... Are you going to be up on the main deck? Are you going to be on the lower Main deck, deck yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay. so you're looking over the main edge. De- looking the over main the deck, edge. Yeah. I want to look and see if there is a name of the ship, like if it's carved in the side. Oh. I don't think we know what the name of the ship is yet. You don't know the name of the ship? I don't think you know yeah. that. We, we yeah, we, he, yeah. Said, he only said it once. The oh, captain. Well, the captain only said it once, and it was on the first day. Yeah, well, I've had rum since then. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's been been uh, give me a reflex save. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you fall over. I fall over. No. I didn't tell your fortune. You're on your own, buddy. Does anybody remember the name? The Wormwood. Yeah. All right. It's the Wormwood. It's the Wormwood. I'm going to do, um, I'm going to make a pirate check, which is something that I have (laughs) to see if I've heard of the Wormwood before. I know that sounds weird, but it's one of my traits. I have a trait uh, that allows me to make, like, it's like a knowledge local pirate, and I get a plus four to it. So. Uh, Okie dokie. Yeah, I just want to know if I've heard anything about this ship previously. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a 20, I rolled a 19, so I got a 23. Well, then, yes, you have heard of the Wormwood before, probably, because you spent a lot a lot of time in Kardak's Thorpe and yeah. Port Peril. People have spoken of Barnabas Harrigan and the Wormwood. Yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to know, if I've heard Barnabas's name before, yes. if I know of the Wormwood. Just yes. Kind of you have general knowledge of that. It is a he's, if not a well-known captain, free captain. He is a free captain of port of the shackles. Okay. Anything else that you want to do with your ship action for the evening? No. Does anyone want to take a second ship action for the evening and risk fatigue for the next day? No, sir. Sleep. Everybody nope. goes to sleep. That fade to black as everybody drifts off to merry sleep in their hammocks down in the lower bunk. The camera goes over to one of the ports that look outside. We fade up into the stars.